0: highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. Isn't it
1: amazing that the issues we had in the 60s with people killing us, now we're killing us, and we're not saying anything about it. Had white people come through Milwaukee and started killing black people, the world would have stopped on its axis because so many people would have shown up to defend the neighborhood. But yet crime is literally out of control, and we're talking about it? It's an issue? What is your plan?
0: What's the secret? Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. Milwaukee,
1: like many other major cities in the United States, has some issues that we have to work on, and that's no secret. And I've been talking about those issues over the course of my campaign for mayor. You're joking, right? Talking about it? Where's the plan? We keep talking about plans and talking about strategies. Where is the plan? What are we doing?
0: Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. It's decimating the black community. Yeah, because y'all don't eat right. So when you get
1: sick because you don't eat right because you're overweight and nobody tells you because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because we live in a world now where if you hurt somebody's feelings, you might get arrested. It's ridiculous. Idiotic. If you know you're not supposed to have certain things because you have diabetes, don't eat it. Oh, but it tastes so good. Okay. Okay. Tell that to your children and your grandchildren who won't see you because you decided to eat. Doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Before we were talking about uh, the money, the removal of Miss Anita Holloman as director of the Office of Violence Prevention. A lot of people made assumptions as to why. I think it's important to remember that, one, we don't besmirch her reputation, that we actually know why she was removed, or does it matter? The mayor, within his uh, purview, had the power and the privilege to appoint someone that they wanted in, and so now that's happened. Um, We can go on and speculate and ask questions and is it this or is it that or is it this? But we don't know. And I think uh, we will eventually find out in the coming weeks. We'll find out who's going to reach out and apply. Will there be an application process? Uh, Will we fill the position the way we fill everything else around Milwaukee and make it patronage? You know, for, for you young school people, That means that, you know, one of your cronies or one of your boys or one of your girls decided to run for office. And so to repay you for what you did for them, they gave you a job. And that's what that is. I think we need to wait and see. I think in order for things to happen, if you continue down the same road that you're always going and nothing's happening, you're going to get the same result. Nothing's going to happen. So what he did is he made the change as it relates to the Office of Violence Prevention. And that's that. But something Spike Lee said that I thought I'd wait until after the five o'clock news to discuss. How do we stop crime? And this is a question to you, 833-212-1017, if you believe you can answer this question. How do we stop crime when the Office of Violence Prevention doesn't stop crime? The police can't stop crime. Tory Lowe can't stop crime. People need to be realistic. So, is removing the director of the Office of Violence Prevention a realistic step towards stopping violence? If it is, why? If it's not, why not? What do we do? I keep asking this question. So now I think it's changed. It's something. Mayor Cavalier Johnson made a move. Is it significant? I would have to say no. In answer to some of the questions people said earlier, before the news, before the break. We as a people have to start making sure we as a people do things, and no, I'm not going to say right, because then people will accuse you of being judgmental, but doing things that are not detrimental to us and our families. Forget the whole race. Just you and your family. Take care of that first. That's it. How do we stop crime if the Office of Violence Prevention can't stop crime? Oh, and by the way, yesterday we didn't have a shooting. We just had a shooting not too long ago this afternoon. So we're back. What do we do? What do we do? I don't understand. I mean, I do, but I don't want to get accused of being a police officer. I don't want to be accused of siding with the police. And no, the police are not a panacea. They don't, they don't change everything and they can't be everywhere. So I have to take it upon you to be the eyes and the ears. Nobody wants to snitch have taken upon you to make your family safe, but nobody wants to tell on mom or dad who commits domestic violence. And then when a homicide occurs, everybody goes dark because everybody's afraid. When did we start training up people to lie, be manipulative, and not follow rules? When did we start teaching kids that it was okay to embrace social mores that are outside of your culture that are actually detrimental to your culture. I, I I just don't understand it. We spend more time as a culture, as a race, taking care of other people's stuff than we do our own. We're too busy not wanting anybody else to know how much trouble we're in that we let our own families go to trash while other people are getting help from us. I could in no way. I could in no way sit here and lecture somebody. About being a corrupt cop. If I was corrupt. Hypocritical? Maybe. (laughs) But corrupt? No. I would be a hypocrite if I sat here and told people about their kids and then raised mine to be what I like to call hellions. Doesn't make any sense. Now, the flip side to that is you raise two bright, energetic, strong-willed smart children and people will actually get mad at me because my children are successful and theirs are not. If I could just tell you the friends I lost by simply announcing I was going to grad school, not being in, just going. Take care of your own house. Sweep around your own front door. Take care of your business. And that's it. If you take care of yours, I think of everybody did that on your block where you live during their time. Imagine the power that you would have
0: in your house if you simply took care of you. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You know, the Milwaukee Black Arts Festival is back. Come join the Truth street team. At the Summerfest grounds this Saturday from noon till 8 as we celebrate the deep roots of African heritage and the creative magnificence of black cultural arts. The event will be packed with fun, field activities, art, music, poetry, dance, fashion and more. So join the Truth Street Team at the Summerfest grounds this Saturday, noon till 8 for the return of the Black Arts Festival. The talking text line says we can't stop crime but we can let them know we will be on their heels if they commit a crime. And what that mean? Y'all gonna call 911 and people like to fool? Cause ain't no cops coming. Cause we ain't got nothing. So what we gonna do? We're at a precipice where if we need help, we're gonna need to call the National Guard. If but to stand on corners and be places while the police do their job. But something's got to happen. Some, something. I'm not saying call the National Guard, but eventually if we keep coming up short, we're going to have to call them. Because I don't want the National Guard doing local policing. That's just out. But what the National Guard can do is be a presence. Be a deterrent. That's all I'm saying. 833-212-1017. Dr. Ken, speak your truth regardless. Spike Lee, say, Dr. Ken, you're absolutely right. You have talked to my son who wants to be a cop. My other son in medical school and my daughter is a nurse. And people mad at me for raising my kids right. Oh, I know who this is. Listen, dude. Bottom line, the only thing I am actually and totally responsible for Is my family. If everybody just followed that message, the world would be a much greater place. So when we keep talking about kids that are out here doing things and committing crimes that are from broken homes, part of it is that something's missing at home. And stop blaming mommy and daddy at home 100% of the time because they're trying to do the best that they can. There are so many things we can be doing, so many ways non-governmental entities can be helping our community, but we don't, and we don't. Talk a text sign, good stuff, Dr. Ken. Everyone sweep in front of their own door. That is our primary responsibility, and it is. We have to make sure that our homes are taken care of. Then if you want to go help somebody, hey, God bless you, go help people. That's what you're supposed to do. But you can't help other people at the expense of your own. I'm not talking about mistakes. I'm not talking about teen pregnancy or getting pregnant out of wedlock. I'm not talking about that. Those those are easy things to point to. Oh, look, that's terrible. We need to look at the subtle things, the going to school When churches and benevolent societies did that, the black community was significantly better because we didn't look to government handouts. We didn't look to the government. Oh, you sound like a conservative. No, I sound like a person that looked into history and found out that black people were self-sufficient. And it was only until we tried to inculcate ourselves into white society and mainstream society. See, we kept talking about white schools were better for black kids. White schools were just different for black kids. White education is not better than black education. Education is education. Like there was this assumption, you know, if you got a freezer, the white freezer is colder than the black freezer. But all water freezes at 32 degrees Fahrenheit. At some point, we got to recognize we can have our own. We can do our own. And for some reason, black people ain't the devil. They're like everybody else. They're subject to sin like everybody else, and they're subject to do great things like everybody else. Stop hating. That's that's a lot of waste. It's a lot of hating. And I am proud of my race, and so I just make it known. And if that makes people feel uncomfortable, so be it. Surveillance cameras throughout the high crime areas. All right, check this out. America is a high crime country. We're going to put them everywhere? Because you can't put them in a black community and then say black. See, that's the issue I have. White suburbanites wanting to put surveillance in black communities. Put it in the white community, too. And contrary to popular belief, y'all the ones using drugs and fentanyl and dying. The other ones committing domestic violence and ain't nobody calling nobody because the only breadwinner is the father. And if he's beating his wife, ain't nobody going to say nothing because then she lose everything and she don't have a job. Black women are the only women that go to college to get a job. Many times white women go to college to find a husband. Graduate and get married personally i think it's wonderful i wish wives could stay at home and husbands would get out here and work then you got crazy people working two and three jobs but we ain't gonna talk about that are we anyway um <laughs> surveillance cameras too hey i did it too when i was young and full of vinegar i i yeah i did that worked multiple jobs and ripping and running and doing it loved every minute of it but you can't do it without somebody at home that's gonna support you and help you. That's right. That's why a good woman. I'm telling you, worth their weight. I was gonna say gold, but now I gotta say euros. So you know, anyway. Uh, surveillance cameras a high crime area. Implement drone stations for round the clock. No, y'all, your mind. Okay, you need to block the whoever. Four one four three three four. Block them trying to crazy talking crazy uh we take our community back national guard is the only is only when black people march <clears throat> no no we need national guard in the suburbs too they be acting kind of loopy out there too yesterday i disagree with everything you said and today i agree with everything you said you the man eh, thank you but we're so you're supposed to i think that's the whole point of dialogue by the way if you want a dialogue 8332121017 is The number. Uh, Miss Kay said, I beg to differ in regards to teaching comments before. Have you seen the test scores? Yes, I've seen the test scores, but I was one of those kids that grew up with bad test scores and now I have a PhD. Let's stop looking at test scores as the barometer of what you will be in the future. Because I think, and this is just me, I think for anybody, your test scores when you're in high school mean absolutely nothing. I think we use it as a barometer of how well you'll do in college because that's the only thing we use. So if it's the only thing you use, then yes, we're going to say it works or doesn't work or it's a precursor or it's a predictor of how you'll be. But I scored very low on the ACT i don't even think i took the sat because i'm not a good test taker but if you tell me to write something give me a book give me an article give me an essay give me a term paper give me a dissertation i'm your guy and so different people have different ways of learning when you only use a test score because that's the only thing you have that's the only thing you get and then you have this false sense of the A student being better and greater and honor society only to find out that the BC student hires the A student to work for him. So then what? So let's, let's, let's look at it. I don't, I don't want to say balanced in a focused way. There's a time and a place that your test score needs to be high because you want to go to medical school. You want to be a psychiatrist, which is medical school. You want to go into a practice that is going to take, precision medicine. Yes, I want you to be an a student. Yes, I want you to score as high as you can on the was it was it the MCAT? And I want you to score as high as you can in every science, math, English class. But please take some communication so you know how to talk to people. See, there are a lot of things that we can be doing that can make it better. Uh, then, then, and this is now. No, it's that that's not true. See, that's that's the problem. Uh, then is then and this is now I'm okay with looking at the future but this generation is different it's really not this generation got let down this generation's parents let them down this generation's parents let them get away with things that were detrimental to them and subsequently became detrimental to society so now we're trying to get, get a grip on how we fix it And the Office of Violence Prevention is not the answer. And Mayor Cavalier Johnson is not the answer. And Governor Evers isn't the answer. Donald Trump isn't the answer. uh, Biden isn't the answer. Right? Vice President Kamala Harris is not the answer. You know what the answer is? You. The only person that can change you is you. I might even add you might need a little Jesus up in there, too. But it's you. You need to change you. The only person that can make that decision. You're that person for your family. You're that person for your spouse. You're that person for your children, your friends. But if we don't start telling people school is important, this perpetual lie we keep telling people school's not for everyone, that's a cop out. School is for everyone. Now, different levels of school are different for different people. But to just sit here and say that school is not everybody needs to go to school. Yeah, they do. You need to at least, this is me, at least do two years of college. Every single person should have a minimum of two years of college. Compulsory. compulsory two years well you got to graduate from high school no you have to graduate with your associate's degree full stop if you got kids that want to go work at mcdonald's i gonna be like yeah that's great work at mcdonald's you better work at mcdonald's to get your associate's degree in business administration so you can run one of them hey i like i like carpentry oh that's great finish your associate's degree in carpentry and go become a carpenter start your own carpentry business start building houses And electronics and electricity, computer science, everything. But we have to stop this catering and, and, and I don't get it. (laughs) Talking Texas and John say, "I'm, I'm one of them crazy people that work three jobs. Hey, I feel you. I used to work three jobs. Wait a minute.
0: I actually have three jobs.
1: That's my cut. See, DZ don't know nothing about music like that because he wasn't born when they played real good, old, wholesome, outstanding music. Thank you. (laughs) If you believe in love, you know. Yeah, They don't make music like that Let's find romance But if you can find Tenderoni So do you know what a Tenderoni is? No you don't 833-21017 Is the number Uh, Yeah before the break we were talking what, what, um, what are five ways that the Office of Violence Prevention can actually stop like violence? Like, What are some of the things we're going to do? Because our, our community is great, and it's vibrant, and it's moving. And we just need to correct a few things that are causing issues in our community. We can't make up for past wrongs. We can't make up for things that were done in the past. All we can do is make the future better for our children than it was for us. 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm almost afraid to answer the phone. Now, Sandra, how are you, ma'am?
2: I am fine. How are you doing?
1: Good. Did you get your picture? Yes. Yes. Ah! Yes.
2: That's not my son though. That's my nephew. <laughs> well, I don't
1: know. Why you gotta out <laughs> no, me already? I know I'm you just, you. you I realize know you, you just know. outed yeah. me? You just outed me on social media all over the world. Like like a bazillion people just heard you, Yes ma'am. Yes, ma'am
2: Really? Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. Well, I, <laughs> I want to them to hear them. me, especially when <laughs> we speak of uh, topics like this here. Yes, ma'am. Um, yes. Okay, yeah. Well, I was going to say, now, you spoke of, like, the surveillance cameras and the National Guard. That's what somebody else said. Oh, okay. I know I, I, know I heard you were speaking about it. And I was just looking So when you, you start reading all over about dictatorship countries, this is the stuff they do. And, uh, Mm -hmm. in fact, I remember that guy named Edward Snowden? Yeah. Didn't he kind of leak some information about the United States? uh, Yes, National Security Agency. Surveillance. Yes. Yeah, and stuff like that. Yes. So they're already staring at us.
1: They've been doing it. Now, now, you do understand that... that and, and I'm and I'm and I'm dating myself when I say this, but I'm also using the generation thing that everybody hate. Young people give away their information to the point where there is no need, because every time you click the box and join um, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh Instagram, who not got Instagram reels, so that's going to get crazy. TikTok, we, Discord. We've given away all of the information on our phone so you can literally track mm-hmm. us everywhere we go. We don't really yep. – they, they've given away – there's no such thing as privacy anymore.
2: No, you're 100% right because they get on that Facebook and, I mean, I said, wow. And tell all their uh, business. Yeah. And who they're mad at and what the boyfriend don't do and this and that. And, um, yeah, I was just kind of concerned because I read a lot about China and, and then, uh, them taking over Taiwan, not Taiwan, but Hong Kong and how they're just going, well, well, they own it anyhow. So now they got to fit them into the program. And they were real kind of lax like we are. You know, we get to get on Facebook, say what we want to say. We got the First Amendment, Second Amendment, all that stuff. And now, now, it's going to get to the narrow point where I think we're going to be those same people that that's going to happen because we take it kind of like easy. And then a lot of times when they speak of crime, they always dote on black people. Correct. But I think this is to keep them focused. From the real true deal, I think the real true deal, they're going to focus on everybody, except for the super rich. They can pay their way out of it. But these poor people, um, well, one, just say the one below that one, upper one-fourth, they're going to pay a big price when they sit there and listen to them pounce on the people at the bottom. Well, one because of the things they I want to ask you— like they wanted, Mm-hmm. One thing I
1: wanted to ask you, Sandra, how do you feel about people saying they want to get rid of the Constitution and redo it?
2: Um, I don't like it. Why is that? I really don't like getting rid of it because some things in there help us, like, like freedom of speech. Uh, I'm not. I, I i feel you should be able to own a weapon as far as just stock up military wise and all that kind of stuff. I think that's something that's gonna come about when you start getting into this uh dictatorship for authoritarian nation where they're gonna use the people to pull up, uh, not the people but a set of people mm-hmm. to police the people right and i i'm I'm really leery on a lot of this stuff that's taking place and a lot of stuff we accept and I think and I'm gonna tell you who I really love to hear speak it's Reverend Barber because he can go down deep in the dirt. He he'll pull it all out. What United States is doing, and uh, and like I said, you start looking all over the world in these countries that's uh, doing all this dictatorships and, and how they got there. It's been done before. What United States is doing, it's been done before. It's n- it's nothing new. But Sandra,
1: younger people yeah. don't remember. Growing up in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s because they weren't alive. They don't remember the onerous laws, the the poll taxes, the all the things they 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 they, I can't say that they take for granted, but they seem to take for granted the rights that they have. And when we start talking about changing the um, the Electoral College, when we start talking about changing the Constitution and saying it's outdated, Mm-hmm. What are we going to change it to? Because the only place where remotely close, democracy has worked has been here. Everywhere else is a dictatorship. Right. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else, there's such a caste system. and And with us not being the majority, we'll always end up at the bottom, regardless of what document mm-hmm. we have.
2: Exactly. And on top of that, they even get to the point, they tell you who you can pray to. And who your Bible should the, the Bible, the person in the Bible will be the dictator. You know, so uh, the young kids they need to read. They need to uh, look. They need to get these books and start reading. Start watching the documentaries because this ain't gonna be no how really really great for them. Because like I said, I'm 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 the older generation, mm-hmm. so I paid my price here. But they're the ones gonna be here. Well, let me, let
1: me ask you another question, Sandra, and, and thank you for hanging on and thank you for calling. Um, sure, I can hang
2: on. Sure. Have you,
1: uh-huh. what, what books have you read that helped you understand? Like for me, the W.E.B. Du Bois, Booker, Booker T. Washington, um, Malcolm X you know disparate mm. like completely different they they had such different views from each other but understanding what they were thinking and what they were going through helped me understand where we are today do you think our young people have that nope cuz i don't
2: think a yeah, lot of wanna them want to listen to you talk but i, well, I don't think many of I, them have read
1: books like that
2: uh uh-uh. They don't want to listen to the radio. They don't want to listen to, you know, when you be speaking of how it goes with the government and stuff like that. They don't even want to hear it. They don't want to talk about it. So, But the books, you asked me about the books. Now, mm-hmm. I want to tell you, I haven't really read the books. I've been watching the documentaries. Okay. Uh, I okay. bought the books. I bought books, and uh, I'm going to get to that. Uh, but uh, it's very important that we should because we need to know a lot because my parents never talked and uh now I'm finding out a whole bunch of stuff. Really? So Wow. Yes, they never tell you. If if they they left the South, they fled the South, they would not tell you nothing. Right. My mother only thing she said is that her parents would not let her work for white people. That's yeah. all my mother would say.
1: But do you think people understand that the majority of black people did not come to the North during the Great Migration, that 90% of the black people stayed in the South and simply went to mm-hmm. another state.
2: I think they would understand that, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I think if they, like I said, if they started reading and learning about it, they'll understand it. Uh, I don't think they should... Uh, Whatever they teach in school, they should still teach it because I think they're trying to take a lot of that out of uh, the schools too far. Studying Black history, but they—they, they, I think they better—they better get on the boat. They have to. Uh, this is not going to be good.
1: Very true. Thank you much, ma'am. I appreciate you as always.
0: Okay. Talk to you again tomorrow. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Hey, I want to remind and notify everybody. Sandra says she'll hear me tomorrow, but I will not Be on the air tomorrow. I am taking a seriously much-needed vacation, and I will be back August 15th on Monday. So I'll be chilling. I was about to say something, but I'm not. Um, I won't be here. I will be on assignment, um, preferably in a tropical place, preferably in a local place, preferably hanging out, having fun. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be having fun. So um, I won't be here. I will be chilling or working one of my other, what, 9,000 jobs I got. And <laughs> so so I'll have great people filling in. I think tomorrow, one of my favoritestest people and my co-hosts on Sunday evening, Truth on TMJ, uh, Miss Denise Thomas will be filling in for me on tomorrow. So y'all get to hang out, hear her, relax, show her some love. Give her a call. Don't tell her she better than me, though, because, you know, her head will get big, and then she would be all that, right? Because she already all that. But don't tell her that, okay? And so I'll be taking some much-needed rest, some much-needed travel, but I'll be working another job trying to get it in because, you know, I'm like DZ. I got 500 jobs. I see people laughing already. Yup. Talking text line, humans can intervene and prevent some violence sometimes, of course. All individuals should do the best they can with the positions, whatever resources they have. But all of us be more realistic about human behavior. So first, set realistic goals of Office of Violence Prevention. Well, guess what? They can't. Because nobody can tell me what Office of Violence Prevention is and we have a little thing and what they do and all that. But I think it's too epipheral, right? It's too... It's to feel good, sound good, but it's really not telling me exactly what it's going to do. The problem is so many people got their hands in the Office of Violence Prevention because they wanted to do 27 things and they know what's best. That's why it's not effective. Too much politics, too many people. This is what I think y'all should be doing. It's, it's, it's like the educator versus the church versus the job versus the 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 school like everybody thinks if you just had their thing it would be perfect when in fact it takes multiple things and nobody has sat down and figured out how much their thing is just do your job when I was growing up education just do your job just go to school if you go to school then you can do all these other things there's a pecking order and there's a there's a process and everybody thinks they're part of the process is the most important thing um This person goes on to say, who is this, Ronnie? So first, set realistic goals of OVP, police, et cetera, when nothing can reduce to zero crime and violence. Well, we know that human beings are social creatures and we can never reduce anything to perfection. Uh, That's like saying, sin ain't in the world. Um, But what's a realistic goal of police? Their job is law enforcement. Let them do their job. Do it respectfully. Do it within the bounds. Don't break any laws, stuff like that. And then that's it. But then we need that same thing for Office of Violence Prevention. So before y'all start beating up again, before you start beating up on Ms. Holloman, um, when you don't know why and what happened and what occurred, you may want to give us some room. I'm just saying. Give her just a, just a little touch of room, all right? That's all I'm saying. 833 1017 is the number. Make, make, make sure we give her um, the opportunity to speak, the opportunity to speak for herself and explain what happened and what's going on and all that. I think at the very least, she deserves that. And I know the community will, one, take care of her because she's been doing a yeoman's job. She took over something from somebody else. I don't think they gave her enough time to really get it together and get it done. Um, I don't think she put her footprint on the office. So we have to wait a bit. All right. What are your thoughts? Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Remember, at 6 o'clock, uh, Tori Loshow is going to be coming up. Uh, rebroadcast So, if you missed it today um, we notified him about the removal of the director of Office of Violence Prevention during his show so it broke during the Tory Lo show so you might want to go back and hear his thoughts on um, what's been going on so alright and that's that I like how it how the the timbre of the conversation changed from the original comments about her to she was removed. I find that interesting. I find that interesting that how they articulate how she was removed from office versus... um, Fox six said out as director um, TMJ mayor fires director of Milwaukee office of violence prevention uh, WISN director of Milwaukee's office of violence prevention fired um, when really she was just removed but it's the news I guess right I guess it's news. Has anybody gone behind uh, Governor Evers and started looking? We've been dropping a lot of money on behavioral health. We've been dropping a lot of money into these programs and organizations. Is mental health changing at all? I mean, we're, we're stuck on Office of Violence Prevention. They at least directly work with people in the community. ARPA funding is going to Wisconsin's behavioral health needs. What does that mean? $14.1 million? Where is it at? And I know we're getting close to the end, but at some point, have we overcome health? $5 million for Children's Wisconsin, $2.3 million for Craig Yabuki. Mental Health Center 2.7 for Pediatric Psychology Residency at Medical College. Okay. But but Let me quickly do this. 8332121017. In it. Real. What's up? You got about 1 minute. You got about a minute. Yep, go ahead.
2: I heard a lefty on here earlier, man, trying to say, man, because you don't believe in the uh in the scientists that the lefties believe in, man, that you are just a non believer. Of what? Of what they say? Yeah. climate change and all the you know the lefty fucking points, man. What about it? I was just wondering how you felt about that, man.
1: I believe I don't I don't believe necessarily that humans are the main factor in climate change. I think it occurs, but I don't think it's so dire because I've lived through multiple iterations of the same thing that they've rebranded and changed and nothing's happened. If we were actually killing the planet the way that we say, we'd all be dead by now. And we're not.
2: Uh, thank you, man. I just want you to clear that up. Man. All
1: right. tomorrow because I'm out of here. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Talking text line. Spike say his son ranked 300 on the list. That means absolutely nothing because so many people in front of him will drop out and not take it and not score better and all that. So by the time you get up, you'll you'll be um, making it just fine. I think you'll be great. I think it'll work out fine. We're live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. As I always tell you, make sure you download the Truth app in the app Apple or Android app stores. And you can never miss a show. You can check us out on Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. I will see you in 11 days. August 15th, we'll be hanging out, and I'll be back refreshed rejoiced with a lot of new things popping up so make sure you check it out this is truth in the afternoon DZ appreciate you brother take care go home get some rest I'm going home to get some rest everything will be copacetic quiet y'all give my uh, replacements some love show them some love be respectful don't make me have to come after don't make me have to come back from vacation early to come check one of y'all so be nice God bless Tory Lowe's up next take care You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon.